We've got an unnecessary censorship from Jimmy Kimmel that we haven't done yet. Oh, we can play that at some point. Oh, always hilarious and uncomfortable. I'd say. Well, the website I was about to just uh, talk to you about the story is Resolving Host. What is that all about? Is that like you go to the wrong house and say, oh, it's looking for Jim and Barbara? Well, they don't live here. Uh, do you know where they live? It's Resolving Your Host. Wait a minute. Wait or exit page. I don't want to do either one of those. I want your page to show up, you idiots. Sorry. Uh, we, You know, I tell you, why don't we do this? We'll see if that comes up because it's related to this story. Former uh, mayor of San Francisco, Willie Brown, um, and he was one of the most powerful politicians in the state of California for many, many years. He's the speaker of the assembly, um, and he ran the place. Um, and, uh, and, and got like wealth and, and valuable land and stuff while well, he was a politician. It's crazy how that happened. Anyway, but Willie is saying some stuff about the West former Coast. Former boyfriend of Kamala Harris. That's, uh, you know, right. I buried the lead. Um, and somebody protested that I called her African American since her mom was Indian and her dad was from Jamaica. You know, I just, some days I'm in the mood for these arguments. Some days I not. I totally get your point though. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so former boyfriend of Kamala Harris, uh, Willie, um, is saying something very similar to what another West Coast Blue City Mayor, Daryl Steinberg, said recently, which is essentially, you got to offer these people good, good stuff, good help, counseling, temporary housing, food, shelter, the rest of it. And if they say no, you got to boot their ass out. Which is a major turning point, I think. Now, he goes into some detail. He's talking about um, how, you know, there are various uh, jails that aren't being used and, and, and annexes and facilities and the rest of Turn them into long-term shelters for people who are now on the streets. You could get hundreds of new beds. And we could ask big tech donors who are so concerned about the homeless to pay for doctors, mental health workers, other support staff, et cetera, et cetera. Sounds very good and very generous and, and the rest of it. But then again, the, the, the punchline, the great part, it would all be voluntary. But if they said no, then the city would say no to sleeping on the streets. There is a way out of this. He says, we just have to take it. I'm liking that. Yeah. I'm liking the sound of that. Yep. Might actually work. Yep. Well, this website is dead. Dang it, it was such a good story, too. I was looking at a headline that just came across. Teacher has baby on sidewalk outside school. There's a lesson for the kids. Oh, yeah. Hey, science class is canceled for today, kids. Here's here's where babies come from, right here. Is this going to be on the test? (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. That's something, isn't it? He is like a little baby. There's an actual picture of her on the sidewalk with the baby. Unbelievable. Hmm. I tell you what. Uh, that's a lesson. Well, yeah, yeah. Anything interesting you have at school today? Yeah, Miss Watson had a baby on the sidewalk. Oh, I'll be darned. She had her baby on the sidewalk. Was she walking along with it? No, Mom. No, you don't get it. She had the baby. She birthed. The, she gave she, birth. The, the baby sidewalk. was in her, then it was out of her <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> she wow. didn't have a baby, and then she did have a baby. <laughs> on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. So the sperm and the egg, and that's, well, I'll be damned, said the kids. Good for them. There it is. So, I'd go with the all-purpose room. <clears throat> Fits in with one of the many purposes. The multi-purpose room. That's this a is, purpose? Yes, this is a purpose. Well, plus they usually have, you know, nah, that's a terrible thing Sometimes to say. Why would I say carpet. That? 
Sidewalks just got cement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Austin, Texas, a great city in many ways. It is a uh, island of blue in a very red state. And they are wrestling with the bum problem, the bums and junkies problem. And, well, it's because of the high cost of living in California that they have so many bums in Austin. What? No. No. People have decided they like being junkies. And society has gone so soft on bums and junkies and losers and trustafarians and beggars and, and just wastes of human skin. Oh, that there's this dude begging at the intersection. I've always got a beggar as I go home. This guy the, the other day, he's got no shirt on. He's chain smoking. He's covered with tattoos. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of dollars tattoos. Mm-hmm. He's wearing his pair of shorts that's sagging down. He's got his unders shown, and he's just he's so obviously a junkie. Please help. Need food. No, you need drugs, you junkie. Well, you need money for cigarettes, at least. That's an expensive habit. Well, yeah. He was, $7 a pack. He was the least sympathetic beggar I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I wanted to roll down the window and say, dude, you got to up your game. Get a puppy. Right. That's, that's the game. But So, anyway. Um, Claim you're a veteran of something. This story, uh, there's a chain of grocery stores in Austin, uh, Royal Blue Groceries, and they're going to have to shut down one location much earlier in the day. They're normally open till midnight, but this location is going to have to close at 6 p.m. Can you imagine? <laughs> a grocery store that closes at 6? A modern American grocery store at 6 p.m. Here's why. We'll have someone take stuff from our store and argue with us on the way out the door, and that's a big change. It wasn't always like that. And we have a pretty seasoned staff that works the night shifts here, but when they're coming to us telling us, I no longer feel safe, I don't want to work, that's a big cause of concern for us. Um, Staley and a few of the people in the store, that's the, the owner guy, feel that Kong, uh, the that store in particular is more of a lunch spot. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, oh, and he, he talks about how now you have people, and if this is happening in Texas, this is insane, because this is super widespread in blue states. People grab a big vod- bottle of vodka, whatever, with the big sensor on there or whatever. They say, I'm stealing this, and they walk out the door. The employees can't stop them or tackle them or anything because they'd be sued or fired by their employer. And, and word gets around the hood, and so people just steal with impunity. I'm telling you, lawlessness, lawlessness, friends. Did you see, speaking of stealing, did you see the story over the weekend? I don't remember where I was, New York Times somewhere. Oh, what a growing industry it is for people in other lands to write term papers for U.S. college students. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, it's it's wild. The only it, reason that popped into my head, it's cool, it's troubling, but go on. Well, the reason it popped into my head right there is, so so in the modern world, I could walk into a store, grab a case of beer, and just walk out. Yep, and they're not going to stop me in a lot of places. Yeah, but I wouldn't do that. I I just I don't see myself under any circumstance doing that. When I heard this story about. Hiring somebody in Bangladesh or wherever to write me a term paper that's going to get me a B. Yeah. Would I have done that? I think I might have. I think if it was Saturday afternoon and I hadn't even started my paper yet, which was always the case, <laughs> and it was due on Monday, and as a class I don't care about. Mm, which was most of uh, them. Which was a lot of them. <laughs> I, could, I could have seen myself doing that. I wouldn't be proud of it, but I could have seen myself doing it once. Boy, and then you do it once. 
then it's easy the next time that it's a Saturday afternoon and you've got a paper due and you haven't even started because that happened every time. Only hold up. I go online. I, I was always paper. broke. Yeah, how much does it cost? Well, I didn't look at the prices. Now, this is current prices. Um, one of these online leaders in this, and it's it's people from Africa and Ukraine, and God, there's some, one other hotbed of it, some, some third world Some person. half-assed little write-up uh, outline of Beowulf. Mm. What do I need to pay for that? Uh, I'm not going to do it. I don't care. <laughs> listen to this, Jack. Here's the sliding scale. This is what you need to know. It's about 15 bucks a page for a college freshman essay due in two weeks, fifteen a page. See, you I, get two weeks. I, I would never. How f- about for an essay due in three hours? Yeah, there you go. Forty-two dollars a page. Yeah, done. I can understand why they. Although didn't. I was always broke, so <laughs> I didn't. Well, adjusted for inflation, it wasn't. Ah, you know what? Well, forty-two dollars. Probably, you know, more like twenty-five. Yeah, God you know, dang it, that would have been a page. No friggin' way. I didn't have that much money. But I get the temptation. You know, it's funny. Well, three I was gonna, hours. I wouldn't get as close as three hours that I needed. But I'd get as close as three days that I needed. Heck yeah! Well, that probably I'm guessing could, cost you thirty a page, twenty five. If page. I could plan two weeks ahead, then I'd probably have done the paper. I'm not that sort of person. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, you know, it's funny. They're talking about. Uh, well, we don't really. Those know. are my best self beatings. Over uh, term papers, homework assignments. Mm. Even better when I eat than when I eat something I shouldn't eat. Yeah. Was the, you idiot, every time you say, next time you get assigned a paper like this, you're going to go to the library a couple times a week. Do a little at a time. So you don't have to spend like four days and tell all your friends, I sorry, I can't go to that party. So tell your girlfriend, sorry, I can't do this. It probably would have included sex. Can't do this. Can't do that. Because i got to finish this paper because I put it off for the last minute again. Idiot. <laughs> So there's more to this story, and it's pretty interesting, but there are various uh, university people talking about what a terrible problem this is. It's a terrible and emerging problem. I don't know. The whole college thing is so fake is, at this point. It is also. It's so ridiculous. Um, and they're talking about uh, universities will just turn into uh, diploma mills, if we permit this. You're already diploma right. mills right. in a lot of programs. And And the other aspect of this that I thought might be interesting to talk about at some point is that... Uh, it is illegal in many places to, uh, Ooh, to do it. illegal. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was my favorite part of last week's uh, Sharpie Gate stories when the Washington Post had that <laughs> article that altering a National Weather Service map is actually a crime. <laughs> oh, do shut up. <laughs> but the idea that who's going to prosecute me exactly for paying some Ugandan to crank out, you know, four pages on Beowulf. How are they going to catch me anyway? Who I defrauded the school, my future employers, my favorite, my my fellow students. Who's got the time, energy, and budget to who prosecute have, that? What a joke! You, who have you defrauded? I the would, school, I suppose. Yourself, Jack. You're just <laughs> cheating yourself. <laughs> but we'll get uh, more into this. But apparently, it's super duper widespread. I got to ask my daughter, who is a uh, junior in a. Actually, quite a good university right now, although it's, you know, like the rest of them bloated and overly expensive and the rest of it. But um, I got to ask her if she knows people who do this routinely, because those prices 
are pretty decent. See, I'm thinking it's it's like that story we had a while back where employers, Silicon Valley especially, have figured out that the, the straight A crowd from high school is not who they want. They want people who got A's like in a certain thing. So If they get into something, they're into it, but they ignore stuff that they're not into. Those right. people tend to do better. Yeah. I would say it's the same thing here. Well, it, the, the, it was the funny. stuff that you're into that you need for your particular degree or your, the direction you're going in your life, you, you yeah. really need to do that. Well, I was. And ex- you probably would. I was explaining explain to some friends over the weekend that uh, our fabulous Armstrong and Getty logo, which uh, is available on all sorts of attractive swag, and we need new swag at armstrongandgetty.com, um, it, it was the product of going to this website that puts out the bid worldwide for your logo. And hundreds of designers from around the world submit ideas, and then you pick your favorite 10, which is feedback, and, and a bunch of them hit it again and hone it, and then you pick your favorite, and it costs you nothing. I was telling this business mm. owner that we paid, what, $300, two, 300 I can't remember. It was an insignificant amount. He said, oh, my God, I just paid $5,000 for, like, Ooh. an ad agency to do that. Really? Wow. And, and so, to me, a student who finds this resource... And shows cleverness and an ability to maximize their time and minimize their something. <laughs> You're good or other. at maximizing your time. Right. I need you. We want you working here at uh, Amalgamated. You're resourceful. You're creative. Welcome. Here's your corner office. We, too, ignore the rules at Amalgamated. <laughs> <laughs> rules. Rules. What rules? <laughs> Wasn't I just decrying lawlessness like 30 seconds Big ago? Big talk with the rules talk. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is university lawlessness. Right. That doesn't get... Dude, I, you know, I was just rereading that great piece by that uh, professor from... Was he a Harvard guy? He's from one of your giant universities talking about how... They don't even make me teach many classes. We're not allowed to make the kids work very hard. If you do, they cry and, and they get fired. <laughs> uh, half the classrooms are empty. Nobody does anything all day long. This is a joke. Oh, and so I violated those rules by hiring some starving poor Kenyan who happens to know a lot about Beowulf or can Google it. And now, what, oh, what, I've upset the fabric of the universe. Win, win, baby, win, win. That's what I learned here at State U. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty Show. I forgot to mention, I was doing that story earlier about, so the top-selling app in um, in China right now is this app from the government in which you study President Xi in the app, and people study it hours per day to try to make sure they have a good store because the go- score because the government's monitoring it, and your employer's monitoring it. Wow. Because I'm sure the government says, your employees better be using this app. Right, and you as the boss then go, oh It's basically forcing you to take in propaganda. The state-run news media has glowing reviews of the app, of course. Huh? Including stories about diligent hospital workers and kindergarten teachers who open the Study the Great Nation app as soon as they awaken, even before they drink water or go to the bathroom to pee. Oh, my God! So first thing in the morning, even before you pee. Wow. You'll open that to see what's the latest great thing that President Xi did. Right. That reminds me of the... Uh... The North Korean strategy, where they announced that, uh, like Kim Il Sung, Fathead's uh, dad, or was that the granddad? Kim Jong 
ill. Uh, Fathead's dad, he uh, played golf, made 18 consecutive holes in one. And if anybody said, wait a minute, they're screwed. They're in trouble. So that's it's a similar thing, yeah. You ought to be using this app before you even urinate. Okay, yes, I should. I would like to. Yeah, I will do that. Makes perfectly good sense. Exactly. It's a loyalty test. Wow. So I'm always uncomfortable with this. Jimmy Kimmel's unnecessary censorship. It's worth pointing out. Again, nothing you hear originally unbleeped was the least bit dirty. It's your own filthy, perverted mind that fills in the dirty parts. You disgust me. Hit it. You are admired for your resilience, your fortitude, and you are rightly known for your stiff... Look, I support uh, local communities and states that want to ban f***ing. I have not called for an immediate ban on f***ing. So based on results, it's not speculation. You suck at the... Don't cop for that. Well, the Chiefs and Jaguars are scheduled to kick off at noon on Sunday in Jacksonville, but mother may have her say in that. Bernie <laughs> Trump. Bernie <laughs> Trump. Bernie <laughs> Trump. Bernie <laughs> Trump. Fracking was the word. The mother fracking. <laughs> the mother nature. That was a particularly good one. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so uncomfortable. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Mother nature. <laughs> uh, what's coming up your news, Marshal? Well, the uh, talks with the Taliban in Afghanistan are dead for now. So what is that going to do to U.S. troop drawdowns oh, in the country? And the guy who might be my favorite guy on earth is quitting. Oh, man. You're absolutely right. You, uh, I was happy that the war in Afghanistan was the lead story on all the talk shows yesterday. Right. All your big talk shows finally talking about the war in Afghanistan that gets years have gone by where it didn't come up once, which is really pretty amazing. But most of the focus was on, look how dysfunctional the Trump administration is. We're trying to make it look that way. How dare he invite somebody to Camp David? Yeah, that sort of thing. Or discord in the cabinet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get the news now. Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump has indeed called off peace talks with the Taliban after the group admitted it was behind a deadly bombing in Afghanistan that killed an American soldier. Well, I believe that's a dodge. And talking to Mike Lyons, our fabulous military analyst earlier, uh, made me really believe that. They just realized they couldn't get a deal. They couldn't get a meaningful deal. Right. They were negotiating with people who didn't have the opportunity. The uh, ability to enforce the deal on the ground to their own people. Right. So they said, screw it. And the, the attack was an excuse. Yeah, and during part of the uh, tweets, Trump added, the bombing shows they probably don't have the power to negotiate a meaningful agreement along right. those same lines. Right. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was asked, Where's, well, where does that leave the plans to remove troops? Uh, we'd made real progress, but in the end, uh, the Taliban overreached. Uh, they forgot that America's always going to protect its interests, that commander, uh, the commander resolute support and the NATO forces there uh, are still at this heart. Uh, we killed over 1,000 Taliban just in the last 10 days. And while this isn't a war of attrition, uh, the American people should know we will continue to apply the appropriate pressure. So it sounds like we're going to continue to apply the appropriate pressure. God, how many Taliban are there? We killed a thousand in the last ten days. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. How many? How many guys are there? Ooch around those valleys? Enough, I guess. 
Meanwhile, thousands of students formed human chains in schools across Hong Kong today to show solidarity to push for democratic reforms after a series of violent weekend clashes. Over the weekend, the crowds were out waving American flags and singing the U.S. national anthem. coming as the Hong Kong government condemns the illegal behavior of radical protesters and is telling Washington directly to stay out of its affairs. The government vows to safeguard the city's autonomy. Now, on a number of occasions, the leaders of the protests were appealing to Washington, to President Trump, to help them. And again, there was an article in the New York Times over the weekend that... uh, President Xi's hold on the communist power might be a little shaky for the first time. I have, I have no idea how they know that or what that looks like. Nobody really knows how he ended up with the kind of power that he has, how he was able to pull off declaring, eh, let's go ahead and change the Constitution. I'll be president for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. Maneuvering. You know, the whole uh, building coalitions behind the scenes and grabbing the reins of power and then, uh, you know, the way it works in communist societies if once the guy gets the power, you want to be on his good side. And right. meanwhile, there are plots going on in the back offices thinking, hey, she seems a little weaker. You think we make our move now? So it's it's palace intrigue. New ABC News Washington Post poll shows former Vice President Joe Biden continues to lead the Democratic field. He's got 27% support. Yes. Behind him, you've got Vermont Senator Sanders, Bernie Sanders with 19%, then followed closely now by Elizabeth Warren. Warren jumped six points since the last poll, this last poll in July. California Senator Kamala Harris lost support and is down to 7%. The only story that exists after how long we've been at this now, six months? Yep. The only story that exists is Elizabeth Warren's rise. Everything else has been pretty much static. Yep. More things change, the more they stay the same. Although this Thursday, yes. Joe Biden on stage for hours. Can he not come off as super old? We'll see. Meanwhile, billionaire Tom Steyer is making the cut for the fourth Democratic presidential debate in October. He uh, managed to get 2% uh, support in the new CBS poll. So he's now met the requirement that candidates poll at 2% or higher in four qualifying polls. Oh. So Steyer will be on the stage. Any progress, Marianne Williamson? No. Is she rocking it? No. Slamming it? Maybe slamming we it. slam it like nobody's business. <laughs> she may be slamming it, but she's not on the uh, not on the stage. Donner Trucks and uh, a group called Torque Robotics are now testing automated trucks on public roads in the U.S. The initial tests are being done on the highways in southwest Virginia. All the automated runs, though, have an engineer overseeing the system as well as a safety driver. So they're hardly autonomous. Yeah, that, until it's autonomous. Wake me when they're autonomous <laughs> so that I can go to sleep in my car. Anyway. I, I saw a picture. There was yeah. a guy in a Tesla, I think. Right. He got caught snoozing at 60 miles an hour going oh, down the freeway. Right. That's the whole point. Uh, that's the only reason, I, that's the only reason I'm ever going to have one. I want to be able to sleep. Or read a book or watch a movie. Gosh, you can watch movies in traffic. Your three-hour commute home in a big city changes completely. Oh, yeah. If you can have a drink and watch a movie. <laughs> right. right. Wow. Or work a second job. You know, you could be some sort of phone salesman <laughs> on your way home or, and fill out the paperwork or type sure. up reports or right. whatever. 
Sure. Oh, boy. Anyway, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, that conscience of the nation. We're build birdhouses. I mean, there's all kinds right. of things you could do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your hobbies. Exactly. Your you car. could yeah. have a second job during your commute, though. You could do, yeah. like, the books for some small business or something like that. Mm-hmm. You got your computer there. You're yeah. tapping away. You got your nine key and the rest of it. You know, ten key, I guess. Yeah. You need all Maybe ten. you only need a nine key. Well, You're that good. That's right. <laughs> we're gonna the zeros. The right. Zero is a zero in my world. Right. Zeros are for losers. I think we're gonna get automated cars exactly at the moment when commutes become obsolete because going to the office just right. seems like that an makes antiquated no sense. thing. Right. Right. That could be. Oh, that reminds me. I got an email from the county I live in. They're looking at alternatives for affordable housing. Blah blah blah. Because it's become too expensive, and we need to take care of. And I'm not sure why the county needs to take care of that, but. One of their proposals is they're thinking about um, uh, permitting tiny house uh, clusters. Yes. The like 400 square feet and less tiny houses, not only on solid foundations, but on wheels, too. So it's going to be like gypsy caravans. <laughs> Can you say called... gypsy or is that a racial set? <laughs> Aren't those um, called trailers? <laughs> well, yeah, kind of, sort of, but like really small yeah. ones. So it's going to be, you know... A field full of what looks to be extra large outhouses with lots of people living there. I guess we got a couple of texts from people talking about this uh, this thing that is happening in some cities. It's been popular in California for a while now, happening in Austin, where you can just walk into a store and steal stuff and nobody does anything about it. Right. Got a couple examples of that on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What oh, oh, I say to the Chancellor of the Duchy that when he turns up at our children's school as a parent, he's a very well-behaved fellow. He wouldn't dare behave like that in front of Colin Hall, and neither would I. Don't gesticulate. Don't rant. Spare us the theatrics. Boy, that dude's retiring. No. Yes. Yes. Is he being, Resume your seat. Is he being forced out? Is he somebody important, or is he actually just retiring? Or seems know. like odd timing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just gonna miss him. Order! 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 So bad. He's announced his resignation. Uh, he said his ten-year tenure was—that's a ten-year tenure—was <laughs> approaching its end. He will stand down either at the next general election, uh, general election, or on October thirty-first, on the day of the alleged Brexit. Greatest honor and privilege. Blah blah blah. Gotcha. So more audio we didn't get to yet. We've got men and women grunting at the U.S. Open. Which uh, which? Let's judge who's got the best grunts. Which are we going to hear first, John? Uh, let's uh, let us start with the women. Yeah, that's decent grunting, but there's no Maria Sharapova there. She's no. the all-time best grunter. No. Which yeah. is interesting. She's for, a screamer for 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 a, for a skinny little hottie. It's interesting how how loudly she grunts hitting the tennis ball. Now here's the guys. <laughs> What is that? 
grunting. That sounds like, should I hit this or not? <laughs> I guess I will. <laughs> sounds like he's having a bowel movement. Painful bowel movement. It does? <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Uh, we were talking a little bit ago about, and we've been aware of this for a while. Blew my mind first time I ever heard it. I get it, though, in the, the age of lawyers. Uh, at most stores all across the country, really, you're told not to chase a shoplifter and try to get the stuff from them because they're going to claim you hurt their back and it's going to cost way more than that 12-pack of beer. Mm-hmm. So let them walk out the door. Well, the obvious downside of that is people catch on that you can grab a 12-pack of beer or whatever you want and walk out the door and nobody's going to do anything. Right. Because it's company policy. Well, my, wife, my wife, my wife, my wife works retail at a major national chain, and they're not allowed to call the police on these violent junkie tweakers that pull out knives in their store. There is a manager under great scrutiny, scrutiny right now because she called the police on one of these junkies and did not de-escalate. Wow, so even calling the cops is seen as, no, just, just be passive, let them do what they want. That's amazing. I saw a guy walk out of a Dick's, different text, I saw a guy walk out of a Dick's sporting goods store with about seven hydro flasks in his hands while the store manager watched him. All the manager said to the guy was, don't come back here again. We have you on camera. There you go. Um, There are lots of stores. I would just keep a list, perhaps on my stolen laptop. Okay, don't go back to Dick's. Don't go back to the Sam's Club here. Don't go back to, you know, whatever here. And just work my way around. That's amazing. What's a hydro flask? Is that one of those, um, is it like a camelback or is that more like a, yeah, okay. Uh, it's a, a water pouch you carry and suck it through a tube or a big water bottle or whatever. I used to work at a shopping center doing security a few years back. And every Friday at 4 p.m. there was a guy who'd walk into the Dollar Tree, fill up his cart and walk out, cart and all. Everyone knew what he was there for, but due to fears of litigation, they couldn't stop him from coming and going. There you go. Wow. I'm surprised more people don't do that. It's just the um, sense of morality that a lot of us have. I know I could, but I'm not going to do it. Right, right. And I'm going to teach my kids not to do it. But that's a, that's a weird way to structure society. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's a little scary, too. Because you get a certain level of lawlessness going, and, and people get the idea the rules don't apply to them, and... You're really a sucker if you pay the rules, play by the rules, rather, and and then all of a sudden you get all sorts of ugliness going on. That's amazing to me. I've always had, thought that was so troubling. But that's another uh, example where royal, uh, lawyers are ruining everything. Sure. Um, you know, it's all about the, the thief, the, the junky scumbag thief who steals something and runs out the store. It's the store stuff. They got the right to keep it. Guy gets knocked to the ground, he skins his knee, all of a sudden you're writing him a check for $10,000. That's rough. Oh, I know. Okay, lawyers, go ahead and write your emails. The problem isn't us. The problem is juries that actually award this stuff. Well, you're right. You're right on one level. Still, it's annoying. We were talking earlier about, uh, I won't. I don't want self-driving cars. I'm not somebody that's hungering for it. I think we're going to have the, the ability to drive taken away from us, and I'm not looking forward to it. But anyway... Um, if, if it's going to happen, I don't want to have to pay attention. To me, the only upside would be if I can sleep or read or watch a movie or drink back when I drank. My friend has a Tesla, and he's grown so comfortable with driving it on his long commute. Oh, God bless you. Soul's trying to escape. 
He's gotten so comfortable with it driving on his long commute that he pays zero attention, zero. He reads or watches movie or whatever he wants to do as he heads into uh, South Bay Area during rush hour. Wow. He says he arrives at work far more energized than he used to when he spent upwards of two hours battling traffic. So that two hours you now spend watching a movie or whatever. I've driven his car and it's pretty crazy. Scary at first, but I could see out with time you'd get to trust it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it wouldn't take many, many trips before I'd think, before I'd start to like lose focus and think, I've been daydreaming for the last five minutes. Yeah. What's another five minutes going to hurt? Might as well close my eyes. Yeah. I've got a friend who has, I'm not sure he's got the super deluxe crazy self guiding system. I think he may have a tear below it, but I drive with my knee. Is that similar? Uh, it's, it's somewhat similar. <laughs> but he has to like prove to the car he's got his hands on the wheel or something every so often. Ah. It yells at him. Shut up! I own you. <laughs> but I I don't know. <laughs> Do what I say, robot. I have no reason to doubt that that guy is telling the truth. I'd, I'd imagine it controls your speed. It's got a really good dynamic cruise control. Controls the distance between you and the car in front of you. Keeps you in your lane. I'm going to watch this movie now. Right. Cat roll runs out in the street. It's the cat's fault. Stay out of the street. <laughs> um, you know, Eight lives left, kitty. Right, exactly. Oh, that's a shame. What's that dilemma they always talk about? The trolley car dilemma? That's, right. That's between, you know, this car and the trolley car. I'm, uh, and I'm again, if I'm watching a movie, you know, I'm not even participating in that dilemma. <laughs> hey, what was that? Oh, what was that? <laughs> thuk, thuk. What? Oh. Yeah, well, anyway. I, I, the, I I feel bad for truck drivers, although there's an enormous truck driver shortage right now. Yeah. But if they get the automated trucks going, I mean, how many guys are going to be? Uh, many, many. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, I saw this truck driver the other day. It was one of those, I was driving through the mountains, and it was one of those mandatory, like, check your brakes areas. Semis have sometimes in the mountains. And uh, I see the door open, and the guy climbs down. He's got, he's got no shirt on. First of all, yes, he's driving shirtless. He got. What's some, the point of being a truck driver if you're gonna wear a shirt? He got some saggy, saggy jeans on. He got a big old belly, big old belly, sig in his mouth. And I thought that is the classic American trucker. What's wrong with that? It's living right there is what that is. Sure it is. What kind of footwear he have going? Oh, I didn't even notice. I was kind of distracted by his belly. <laughs> Final Thoughts with A-N-G. That's an auto-tune there. That's... Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Wrap up the hour in the uh, the show. There he is, Michelangelo, newly engaged, pressing the buttons in the control room. Michael. Yeah, just ran into a beautiful woman in the hall, said she's feeling lonely and overheated. But, oh, well, I'm engaged, and huh. Costco... I need to see if they sell SpaghettiOs in bulk and get a price on paper plates. I'm planning a wedding. <laughs> yes. Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman. Final thought? i got to tell you, there, it turns out there's a health club with a wine bar near where I live. Yes. I just discovered this about a week ago. Fantastic. You're going to get healthy and lit. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> you know, watch the workout. Positive Sean, final thought for us. Yeah, checking briefly, is there any FOMO as everybody else is getting? Nope, still like being single. Going to go back and doing whatever I want the rest of the day. Have fun, everyone. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? So I'm looking up at the television. The Atlantic, which is a serious magazine, has an article out. Ivanka and Don Jr. fighting to succeed Trump. 
really? the endless fascination with the media on every story that's got the T word in it. Everything. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, you don't have to do this. Every day, all the time. Uh, my final thought, reading about the, uh, the papers for hire that college students are doing, having some third worlder write their, their research paper. Uh, in Kenya, their per capita annual income is $1,700. $1,700 a year. Successful writers are earning $2,000 a month writing papers for American and British and Aussie high school kids. So you're helping third worlders. How could any university be against that? You're helping them make 15 times more than the average person does in that country. That's charity, my friends. That's outreach. That's not cheating. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. we got all sorts of clicks there. You can email us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Who's excited about that debate Thursday night? You're going to have to get your hands higher. I can't see them. Durr. What? See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios. Mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Oh, Armstrong and Getty.